Hi, this is Maddie Rose, host of The Fame Game, and this is Our Future is Missing. Please be on the lookout for Lauren Spirer. She is 20 years old and went missing from Bloomington, Indiana, June 3rd, 2011 at 4.30 a.m. She is Caucasian, 4'11", 95 pounds, with blue eyes and blonde hair. She was wearing a white tank top, a white button-down shirt, and full-length black spandex pants. If you know of Lauren's whereabouts, please contact the National Center for Missing and Exploited Children's Hotline, 1-800-THE-LOST or 1-800-843-5678. To see a picture of Lauren, please click on the link on the Voice America homepage, Our Future is Missing, or go to ourfutureismissing.com. Thank you. Welcome to Kids First Coming Attractions. Before you go out and spend money on that new movie, make sure to listen to the entire show right here on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll take you behind the scenes and preview new movies and DVD releases. Now, here are all of your hosts for Kids First Coming Attractions. Thank you, and welcome to the program. I'm your co-host, Raven Tavani. And I'm your co-host, Brianna Hobiton. And you're listening to Kids First. Today, we'll be talking with Michael Flaherty, president of Walden Media, as well as reviewing the films Return to Nims Island, Parental Guidance, and The Incredible Burt Wonderstone. So, to start off the show, we have a very special guest. We have Michael, who is president of Walden Media, and Walden Media strives for excellence in engaging young people and they are a part of many amazing films, such as Holes, Chronicles of Narnia, Charlotte's Web, as well as many new releases, such as Parental Guidance and Chasing Mavericks, and many other fantastic titles. So, Michael, how are you doing today? I'm doing great, Raven. Thanks so much for having me on the show. Thank you for being with us. It's definitely a pleasure to have you. So, as president of Walden Media, what has your role been in terms of creating this new initiative, Walden Family Theater? But uh, it's been a great one because we started the company back in 99, uh, my college roommate and I, and it's been amazing to watch it grow from there. And uh, this initiative has been a great one that they've really let me run with, along with we have an office in L.A. and an office in Boston. And uh, we've been working on this one uh, sort of far from L.A. and Boston, and uh, it's myself and my big brother. So we've been having a lot of fun. That's incredible. That sounds like a blast. So you have six new films lined up for Walden Family Theater this year, starting with Return to Nims Island. Where will these films premiere? They're going to premiere on the Hallmark Channel. Uh, Walden Family Theater will be on every Friday night at 8 o'clock. And so in addition to our six original movies, we also have some um, other great library movies like Flicka, Flicka 2. Uh, we have a great movie with Bailey Madison, uh, who you'll be talking about later when you talk about parental guidance. So. Our idea is that every Friday night, um, if families are looking to watch a movie together, there will always be one on the Hallmark Channel. <laughs> That's awesome. So after the broadcast on the Hallmark Channel, I understand that these films will be available on DVD. Where can people find them? Oh, they're going to be um, on sale at Walmart, and it's been great because this is a uh, you know relatively lower-budget movie compared to the ones we're used to, but... Um, Chasing Mavericks is out on DVD now, and we thank you guys for reviewing that one. Mm -hmm. um, but we actually have more spots in the store for Nims Island, so it's sort of a little end in the could 
compared to our other big uh, studio releases. So um, it'll be available on Tuesday. And it's sort of a new way to do things, you know, premiere it on television yeah. and then have the, the video available the next few days. And so um, we're hoping that we can change the way things are done that way. Mm-hmm. Well, I definitely like that idea. So how is Walmart involved in this new program? Uh, they're the sponsor. Um, along with Procter & Gamble of Walden Family Theater for all the remaining Fridays of the year. So uh, they've been great stepping up there. So what has it been like working with these other companies like the Hallmark Channel and Walmart and P&G? Oh, it's been fantastic because when we first started and people tried to ask us, well, explain you know, what your movies will be like, I'd always say, well, you know, we want to make really good inspirational movies, you know, like the ones that we love that are on the Hallmark Channel and Hallmark Hall of Fame. So <laughs> yeah. for years, I've been trying to work with them um, because I love their movies. I especially love their movies at Christmas time. We, uh, our oh, TV's pretty much... Oh, good. You watch them too? That's our, like our, a family our, tradition with us. We just turn on the Hallmark Channel around Christmas time. Oh, it's awesome. And it's, it's, it's starting earlier and earlier. I think like, yeah. like when I, my kids are done trick-or-treating, it begins. <laughs> I know. You know it's been two straight months. Um, and we, we love that. And so, yeah, they've been great to work with and Walmart and Procter and Gamble, you know, everyone's been fantastic. We have, um, you know, it was an incredible movie. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, I mean, that, it, it took a long time, but, uh, the interesting thing is, you know, the, the two movies, which we haven't announced yet, but we'd love to announce them first, but you guys would be ready to do that in the next week or so. They're both based on huge book series and we don't start filming those until April but then they'll be out in August and September. Oh, wow. It's it's so much fun. I mean, it moves much, much faster. Um, You know, it can get a little more stressful, but we can make a lot more movies and have a lot more input, so it's a lot of fun. Absolutely. You're listening to Voice America Kids Network. I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And I'm your co-host, Brianna Hopiton. And today we will be talking with Michael, president of Walden Media, and we will also be reviewing the movies Parental Guidance, which are Tim Dillon's and So right now we are talking with Michael Flaherty, president of Walden Media. So what other films do we have to look forward to in the next coming months? Uh, the next one is uh, Space Warriors, which was super cool because we filmed that at the actual space camp in Huntsville, Alabama, the U.S. Space and Rocket uh, Center. And uh, it's about a bunch of kids, uh, Thomas Horn, who has starred in Extremely Loud, Incredibly Close, um, and uh, also some other great kids from Diary of a Wimpy Kid, uh, the Jonas Brothers Show, and Ripper, Dermot Mulroney, and Mira Servino, and, and Josh Lucas, great adult actors, too. Okay. And that's about some kids that go to the U.S. Space and Rocket Center uh, and end up saving a real... Um, a, a real space mission that's, that's happening in outer space. So that one comes out in May, and then we're going to have one in August, one in September, uh, and then November and December. So, And we'll be able to announce the other ones probably in a month or so. Oh, that's awesome. Well, I cannot wait to see those films myself, especially Return to Nims Island. And we've actually interviewed the star of the film, Bindi Irwin, last week on the show. And today, after we speak with you, of course, two of our critics will be reviewing the movie. So that'll be exciting to hear more about it because I cannot wait to see it. So can you tell us what Walden's long-term plans are for family films? Yeah, our long-term plan is we love um, reading. And we love, and I love the fact that you guys have a show where 
bringing them their own work, you know, practicing their writing and, you know, so many skills. I think that film and books are the best possible education kids could get. So what we want to do going in the future, we have an imprint at HarperCollins where we publish maybe a dozen or so books each year. And so now that we're making um, these films and we know that we have a steady output for them on Friday nights, our dream is to discover new authors, um, publish their books, and then make movies out of them. So um, that's my real, uh, that's the fun of the job for me as we go and we speak at a lot of schools and a lot of churches. And I still remember, you know, because of Winn-Dixie was someone at a cookout Holes as a group of kids at uh, a school in Pennsylvania. So for us, you know, we're always doing our best when we're talking to, you know, our target audience of kids and asking them, what are you reading? And mm-hmm. so we just want to keep that up and keep getting um, great recommendations from kids and keep making the movies that they want us to, to make. Well, I think it's fantastic that you're sort of listening to the target audience and like what, what they want to see, which I think is awesome. So why don't you tell us a little bit about Protect Our Oceans and how it's linked to Nims Island? Yeah, we always try, with every one of our films, we always try to do some kind of initiative. A lot of times they're related to um, reading or they're related to the environment. And so we thought that that organization was the perfect one because Nim lives on such a pristine island uh, yeah. and that she, and, you know, she wants to protect it. And I think it's something that's really exciting about this generation and also kids in their 20s is, you know, they're really true believers and they really are going to do a great job, you know, turning things around um, mm-hmm. in terms of the environment and schools and so many other things. And so uh, we've been excited finding these organizations that do a great job communicating directly to kids. Absolutely. Well, is there anything else you would like to share with us about your work with Walden Media and the Walden Family Theater? That we want to do is continue, first of all, Congratulations on the reviews. They're fantastic. Oh, thank uh, you. That you guys are doing there. You have some really talented people. And what I want you guys to do is start those recommendations coming because mm-hmm. we have had some huge bombs, and all of the bombs that we've had have been when all the adults sit in a room in Hollywood and say, I got a great idea for a movie. <laughs> well, we will definitely and that's when share the, our that's ideas. When the tears <laughs> and so if you guys can. Uh, you know, start to generate some, some great ideas and some great recommendations for us. Um, and we could start making movies out of that. I, that's something I would really covet and appreciate. Well, that would be fantastic. We definitely have lots of ideas here. <laughs> well, awesome. Michael, thank you so much for being with us. And everyone here at Kids First definitely looks forward to talking to you in the near future about how everything is going. So thank you that's again great. so much for being with us. My pleasure, Raven. Keep up the great work. Thanks for having Appreciate it. Let's take a break. I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And I'm your co-host, Brianna hope And you're listening to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Network. Just because you're a kid doesn't mean you don't have an important voice to be heard. You are our future, and you need a forum to be heard. Tune in to American Pulse on the Voice America Kids channel. We'll talk to the student leaders of America and find out what they're doing to make a difference today. You'll be inspired to start working now for a brighter future later. American Pulse is heard live every Monday afternoon at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids channel. It's time to lead 
by example. Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. What do you want to do? Are you interested in the performing arts? If so, make sure you tune in to the Angel and Harmony Show. Angel and Harmony have experience singing, acting, and performing in general and want to help you live out your dreams of the future. Whether you are interested in acting, modeling, dancing, or singing, this is the show for you. We'll even give you the scoop on being behind the scenes if you're a little shy. The Angel and Harmony Show is heard live every Thursday at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids Channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. And welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your co-host, Brianna Hope-Beaton. And I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And today, we have just interviewed Michael Flaherty, president of Walden Media. We are also reviewed Return to Nims Island, Parental Guidance, and the, incre- the incredible Burt Wonderstone. So right now, we are talking to Jaylene, one of our new film critics. Thank you for joining us today. So how are you, Jaylene? I'm doing good, thank you. How are you guys? Very well, thank you. So I've seen this film, and I absolutely love it. Can you please tell me about the plot? It was turn her island into this resort and that's her home so she really didn't want to give it up and so she was fighting. She had to find three extinct animals to save her island so that the government can allow her to keep her island. Yeah. Because I I really like animals so this was like a great film for me. Bindi Irwin plays Nim in this island of course and how was her performance to you? I think it was really good. Like, she was really believable to me, but there were some times that she could have been a little bit more uh, sad or, or, yeah, showed a little bit more um, emotion when when tragedies happen. Mm. Yeah, like, emotion is a big part of the film, so I get what you're saying. Yeah. So what was your favorite scene in this film, or did you have one? I did have a favorite scene. I think my favorite scene was when... Um, 
Bindia Irwin, who plays Nim, and sees this worm crawling up his arm and totally starts freaking out, and he scares away the animal, and that totally got Nim upset because they had been waiting there super still for the longest time. <laughs> My favorite... My favorite scene is when he sits on the like sits on the porch kind of and he's about to feed I think it's an iguana. I I must be mistaken, but he feeds the animal beside him. He's about to feed him a gummy worm and Nims are like, No, he needs to eat this. He's on a diet and I'm just like, Yeah, of course he's on a diet. It's just <laughs> funny. So who's your favorite character and why? I'd have to say my favorite character was Selkie the Sea Lion. Like, she was so hilarious, and I thought she was so well-trained. Like, she could actually dance on her flippers, and she she really surprised me, and she was really a good friend to Nim as well. She protected Nim, and was trying to come in her room the very first time I met. Like, Silky was right there protecting Nim, not letting him come in. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. I'm just like, whoa, he knows not to let him come in. So, my favorite character is also Silky. So, you know, we have, some, we have something... Well, Half Silky and then half Nim. I love yeah. that. Yeah. So what type of genre do you think this film is? I think this is a, I'd have to say, a fictional movie. But, oh, it's also comedic. Very comedic. Yeah. Rom- romantic comedy. Yeah. So like it was a little over bit the charts. Of, yeah. <laughs> so how about the background music? Oh, I always... I, I really liked the background music because it always, like, tied in with whatever was happening. Like, she, when she was sad, they'd play this slow song. But then when they were happy at the end and they were dancing, they'd play this really upbeat song. So it really tied in really good. So were there any special effects? And if so, did you like it? Um, I, would, I don't know if it's, like, special effects, but I really, really liked the, the underwater camera when they were filming Silky and Nim swimming underwater. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, in the beginning they were filming them, and I was just like, the water is so clear. And I love seeing water that's clear because it's like, to me, that seems to me like it's not polluted, and it's just clear how it was made to be. So I think that's very nice how they did those shots. Yeah, I like that too. So you were talking about how the underwater shots were cool. Was there any other cinematography that you liked about this film? I also liked how... They would, um, when Nim was going down the, the, the zip line to get to her treehouse, how the camera, like, really followed her, and it looked like you were actually going down the zip line with her. I really liked that, too. You're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your co-host, Brianna hope And I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And today, we have just interviewed Michael Flaherty president of Walden Media. We are also interviewing Return to Nims Island, Parental Guidance, and the incredible Burt Wonderstone. So let's continue speaking with Jaylene. And we were just talking about how the camera followed her during the scene where she was on the zip line. So we just thought that was really cool. So did you find any messages in this film? I did. I, I thought the message was never give up. Like, Nim was so determined to keep her island, she would not give up. No matter how tough it got, she kept fighting for it. And I thought that was an amazing message for everyone. Like, they have a, if you have a goal in life, that they should always fight for it. And no matter how tough it gets, just keep going at it. Yeah, I think that's relatable. I think we have times where 
they think that they should give up or um, they should give up. But, I mean, you really shouldn't because I saw this picture where this guy was so close to what he was looking for. And there was literally an inch between him and what he was looking for. And he just turned around. I'm just like, you could have kept going. You were so close. So you should never give up. So how many stars do you give this film out of five? I give this five out of five stars. And... Um, because I thought it was really nice, and it's especially amazing for people that love animals and nature. Like, all the animals in the movie were very colorful and bright and well-trained. So I thought that was amazing, too. I also give it five out of five stars. We are so alike. <laughs> we are. Right? So what age range do you give this film? I give this 7 to 14, because it does, that villain really, really creep me out, and I'm 12, and... Because he, like, really tortured the animals. And, um, yeah, it was really, it was good. Yeah, I, I give it close to that age range because I am one of those people who get scared really easily. And I'm really big on animals, of course. So when he did that, I was, I was all like, no, don't do it. But, yeah. yeah. This film just aired on Hallmark Channel. And it is now available. And... So how do you feel about that since you watched it? How do you feel about people buying it? Oh, I think that they should definitely go out and buy it, especially if you've seen the first NIM. This is like an amazing sequel to it, so everyone will love it even more. Yeah, I also saw NIM, so it was a pretty good movie. Return to NIM's Island is rated PG. Do you think this rating is correct for this particular film? Yeah, I think it is correct. I mean, it's a good movie to watch with the family, so... I watched it with my mom, so it was good. (laughs) I mean, I wish I watched it with my mom, but it was all like, I have to watch this movie. I want to watch this movie. And I think my mom was at work, so I was all like, guess I'm watching it now. (laughs) So if you portray any character in the film, who would it be and why? I think I could portray Nim because I'm very determined as well. Like, I, I will not stop until, like, I accomplish my goal and the same thing with Nim so I think we have this connection too (laughs) do you think anyone else could relate to Nim or any of the other characters I think my mom could portray could um she's always (laughs) that's where you got it from (laughs) yeah that's where I got it from yeah um I think I could portray Nim as well I think all girls in in general can portray Nim because you know we're all girls but I'm not determined, but I mean, I can be determined, I can be determined if I want to. So there's a difference. <laughs> How is the interaction between Nim and the animals in this film? Nim also has Fred, the iguana, I think. Yeah, the iguana. And she also has her bird. And in, in, the, in the original Nim, she had um, her bird, Galileo. And so all these birds helped her and to to save the island, so that was really cool, too. So there was no tension between that? There was no tension between it. Well, a couple times the bird would take whatever Nim had in her hand and, like... Yeah, but that's, that's normal for things yeah. for pets to take, so, you know. Well, Jaylene, thank you so much for talking with us today. Thank Return you. Return to Nim's Island just aired on the Hallmark Channel and in Walmart stores as of today. Let's take a break. I'm your co-host, Brianna Hobiton. And I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. From Kids First Coming Attraction, and you are listening to Voice America Kids.
We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between, discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Kids these days are so connected to the media that they can't help but be surrounded by news and politics. Today's kids get more information than kids of past generations, and because of that, they have more informed opinions. Kids today may not be able to vote yet, but they can certainly influence voters and issues with their voices. Tune in every week for America Today and talk about the issues and influence the decision makers. America Today airs every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market, and get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app, powered by Aircast. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Remember my name. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. Hey, and welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And I'm your co-host, Brianna Hill-Beaton. And you're listening to Voice America Kids. Now let's discuss parental guidance. And we have with us, of course, the lovely co-host, Brianna, as well as the adorable Cheyenne. So how are you doing today, Cheyenne? I'm doing great. Thanks for asking. Awesome. And how are you, Brianna? I'm doing very well. How are you? I'm good. We haven't gotten to talk on the show yet today, so it's nice to speak to you. <laughs> so, Cheyenne, why don't you tell us a little bit about this movie? And their other grandparents on their dad's side do something, so they have to call the other grandparents, the mom, Archie and Diane Decker. They're played by Bette Midler and Billy Crystal. They never asked them because they consider them not the very good grandparents. So everybody, all the kids, Barker, Turner, and Harper have totally different personalities. They have specialties and stuff that they need to do. And they live in a smart house. So Artie and Diane, Diane Decker have some 
technology there with their grandchildren and the house because it's like an iPhone. <laughs> that that sounds like a very interesting house. I think that would be interesting. So Brianna, why don't you tell us your initial thoughts of this movie? I thought it was really cool. Um, I love Billy Crystal. Um, I absolutely adore him because he was in Soap, which was amazing. And I think it was years back. But I so I love him. I thought his acting was really good. I thought that everyone's acting was really good. I like the cinematography, which is amazing. I like. Um, I also like the scenes. I'm a very big fan on comedy and comedic stuff, so that was very cool. That sounds awesome. I mean, I haven't personally seen the movie yet, but everyone in my family has seen the movie, and they say <laughs> it is amazing. So I feel like I'm really going to nap here. So, Cheyenne, um, what do you think of the age rating? Like, do you think it's a good family movie? It is, because it's about family. Because um, it's <clears> about <throat> family. So I think um, a whole family would like it. Mm-hmm. Well, that's definitely good to hear because, like I said, my whole family has seen it. So I don't really know whether or not I can be like, hey, that's inappropriate for you. Well, it sounds like a fantastic movie. So, Cheyenne, do you have any favorite scenes or characters? My favorite scenes, uh, I have two favorite scenes. Um, one of them is when, oh, yeah, um, Barker has an imaginary friend, Carl, the kangaroo. And the Chinese guy, um the Chinese delivery guy and the person who owns the restaurant, he ran over Carl accidentally, but he's imaginary. So like, um, Barker starts crying, and then Mr. Chang, the like, fast food guy, he's like, oh, I'm so sorry. And then Barker and Mr. Chang is the only people who think Carl's real. He's like, I'm so sorry. I even packed extra co- fortune cookies for him. And then my other favorite scene is when they, when the parents, uh, Alice and Phil Simmons say no sugar, and then Artie kind of you know hurt the kid's feelings. So he's like, okay, don't tell mom and dad, but I'm giving you cake. And then they get all messy and stuff. It looks so fun. <laughs> that sounds awesome. And what about you, Brianna? Do you have any favorite scenes or characters? Um, my favorite scene is when Barker is in high heels, and his mom's high heels, and Billy Crystal is, well, Artie Decker, I should say. Artie Decker comes in the room and he's like, oh. And so he said, if you take those off, I'll give you a dollar. And Barker's like, five dollars. And <laughs> and Barker is like, two, I mean, Artie. Artie is like 250 and they go back and forth with prices. And so when they say 250 he's like, done deal. It's so funny because he's the one that usually gets money because he's like, if you don't do this, I'll give, I'll give you money. He's like, and they go back and forth and they're just like, done deal. Your rating would be for this movie out of five stars? I give it six out of five stars. Yes. Um, I'm really big on comedy, as I said before. I think I'm I'm surrounded by comedy because my dad is hilarious. Well, that's awesome. You're listening to Voice America Kids Network. I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And I'm your co-host, Brianna hope So, Cheyenne, why don't you tell us what you think uh, the category of this movie would be? Um, I think we're family because you can relate, but um, say you're family, Raven. Um, mm-hmm. They have, you, um, say, you and your brother have totally different personalities. That's the same thing with the Simmons family. What the category for this movie is? Uh, it's a family movie because, to me, if it if it has family in it, like if it's basically around a family, 
and it's comedy, then it's obviously for little, I mean, not little kids, but like kids in general. And the genre would be basically comedy and family because it's funny and it's made for the whole family. <laughs> do you think if you would change, like if you were the director of this movie, do you think you would change anything about this movie or leave it the way it is? I'll leave it the way it is. I just love the movie by itself. <laughs> and what about you, Brianna? Um, uh, the reason I gave it six out of five is <laughs> because I love it. But the one thing I would change is that I, because with me, close-ups are a big thing for me because it mm-hmm. shows me, like, in that scene, if you're really sad and if you're really playing that character, if you have a close-up, it's going to intensify for me, it intensifies your feeling because you could see it in much more detail. Yeah. So I think they should have had a little bit more close-ups so that I could feel the detail more, but that's just me. I definitely get where you're coming from. Um, close-ups are definitely very important. I'm in, like, film class right now, and there's so many different camera okay. angles. But especially with close-ups, especially if it's, like, on the big screen because then someone's face is, like, <laughs> I mean, the size of a house, really. Yeah. So. I definitely think I'd get where you're coming from. Who would you want to be and why? Hmm, let me see. Huh. Maybe it might be Barker. Oh, no. Yeah, Barker. <laughs> yeah, and why would you be him? I don't know. He just seems like a good good person to be. <clears throat> um, I definitely love Barker, but I would be Harper because... I'm one of those people who is, like, really hard on myself when I don't get it right. Yeah. And that's one of the things I have to change. But I am really hard on myself. And in this film, she is really hard on herself. But I'm not into violin, but I'm into, like, acting and filming and schoolwork and stuff like that. So anything I don't do right on the first couple of tries, it gets me aggravated. And then the whole day doesn't turn out so right. So I think I most relate to her and I most want to be her. I can definitely see where you're coming from, and I think a lot of young people have that problem where, like, we are our worst critics, you know? Yeah. Like, everyone around you could be like, no, you did fantastic with your violin lesson. doesn't just. matter. And then you're like, no, it was <laughs> awful. <laughs> I have to go lock myself in my room and practice for 20 hours. <laughs> so I definitely get where you're coming from. Huh, the message in this movie is that never really give up. And always stay strong because uh, Artie and Diane didn't give up of like, oh, I got like being exhausted and don't don't know what to do with these kids. And then like always be strong because Harper had to be strong, you know, um, with the violin classes and then Barker and his imaginary friend. And um, um, Turner Simmons, he had a speaking problem too. So he had to live with a speaking problem. So... Stay strong. Absolutely. Well, that sounds like a fantastic message for a film. Um, Cheyenne, thank you so much for being with us. And Brianna, of course, thank you for co-hosting with me. Uh, Definitely check out Parental Guidance. It is in stores on DVD and Blu-ray March 26th. So be sure to check it out because it sounds like a fantastic family film. I'm your co-host, Rand Vanny. And I'm your co-host, Brianna Hope-Beaton. And you're listening to Voice America Kids. If you think you've seen online TV before, 
Let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. You're a responsible person, and you're trying to do everything you can to save the planet. But are you doing enough? We've got the right person to help you keep on thinking green. Mario Jr. is the host of Alive and Green. The show is all about green tips, staying environmentally friendly, and having fun while doing something great for our Mother Earth. You'll want to check out the show Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. If we all do our part now, it'll only mean a brighter and better future for us later. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Do you think that you can't change the political system in our country? Well, one host is doing that and started at age 13. Join Connor Brantley for Hello, the Future is Calling. Our show takes an inside look at what's going on in national, state, and local government from a new and very unique perspective. Connor holds our elected officials accountable and will bring you an unbiased look at what's really going on. Listen for Hello, the Future is Calling every Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Kids. Help make a difference. Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. You are tuned in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Shh, turn your phone off. Another movie is coming up. Hey, and welcome back to Kids First Coming Attractions. I'm your co-host, Brianna hope And I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And today, we have just interviewed Michael Flaherty, president of Walden Media. So right now, we are talking with Raven about the film, The Incredible Burt Wonderstone. So I've heard a lot about this film. I've seen the previews, and I was like, gotta see this film. So what was a little about the plot in this film? Well, pretty much this story is about Burt Wonderstone, obviously, played by Steve Carell. And when he was younger, he was bullied a lot because he was smaller and he was a little bit strange. And um, for his birthday one year, he got a Rance Holloway, who was a famous magician, a magic set. And from that point on, he started doing magic and, you know, just doing little tricks like pulling fake rabbits out of hats and things <laughs> along those lines. And um, he got a friend named Anton, and uh, Anton became his magical partner, pretty much. So fast forward to their adults, they're doing shows, and they ended up getting a, um, a job. Uh, everybody loved them, and they were doing the same exact magic act for 10 years in a row, and, you know, life was grand for the two of them. 
But a new street magician came out, uh, Steve Gray, and uh, he is played by uh, Jim Carrey, and he's hilarious. And people started saying that, like, he was the next step in um, magic. And so Bert and Anton tried to find uh, the next big trick that they could do to sort of get their fans back. Yeah, because, I mean, when you do something and then you're, like, loved and then someone else does something a little bit better, then it's like, well, I feel well, loved. That's, that's what was really cool about this movie is um, the fact that, you know, I've I've been to Vegas and seen shows there, and there's definitely a lot of shows like the, the Burton Anton show. And, um, and nowadays there's a lot more, like, new street magicians and stuff that don't really even do magic. They just... So- how was the performances in this film by the actors? Personally, I was a little bit disappointed. Only, not necessarily by the acting, but just by the material that was given to the actors to work with. Because this movie was not as funny as I thought it would be. Uh, you know, when you think about Steve, Car- uh, um, Steve Carell and uh, Jim Carrey, you think of, like, really hilarious, hilarious people and the movie wasn't that funny, so I, I personally can't say that they did that fantastic of, of a job, only because they weren't given that much yeah. opportunity, I'd say. So it's like they're great, they're, it's, like, it's, it's like a great teacher, but you don't give them like the correct things to teach with, it's kind of hard to go up to the higher standards, because Absolutely. you're not given that, that good of material. Yeah. How about the illusions? Did you like them? And what was your favorite trick? Um, okay, my favorite, because it was so, it was, like, so hilarious, and it was so great. Um, so, uh, yeah, I can't tell you my favorite one, but, um, overall, I thought the illusions were funny, because it was, like, the typical magic illusions that you see at birthday shows, except they were on, like, a giant stage, and I thought it was funny, because it showed, like, how they did the stuff when they'd go backstage, they'd be like, oh, you didn't tighten my harness fast enough, and all this stuff, and I thought it was very funny. Um, But the illusions that Steve Gray did, who was the street magician, it was disgusting, because all he really did was he just tested his body, so he would, like, he, like, cut his cheek open, and it was so gross. It was Mm. so gross. So he just did stuff that was really nasty. Yeah, because I I hate when people do that. They're just like, oh, I'm going to cut off my finger, and it's going to grow back on. I'm just like, yeah, and I'm not going to watch. But it was the type of thing where he wasn't even doing magic. Like, he was, well, obviously he wasn't really doing this, but his character lying on fire and stuff and, like, all this all this stuff that was just really nasty. So it wasn't really magic. It was just his definition of magic. Yeah, it was just him being really dumb. <laughs> but You're listening to the Voice America Kids Network. I'm your co-host, Brianna Hope Beaton. And I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And you're listening to Voice America Kids. And today, we have just interviewed Michael Flaherty, president of Walden Media, reviewed the films Return to Nims Island and Parental Guidance, and we are also reviewing the incredible Burt Wonderstone. So right now, let's continue speaking with Raven to discuss the film Incredible Burt Wonderstone. And we were just talking about how Jim Carrey, who plays this character, um, I can't remember his character's name, (laughs) Steve, um, he's being really dumb. That's what we've come to the conclusion. Yes. It was really cool. So, how was the comedy in this film? I, I know you said that it wasn't as funny as you would have thought, but how was the comedy if you were just starting out on a clean slate? 
when there was comedy, it was funny, but I feel like there wasn't, like, this movie was an hour and 40 minutes, so I was like, great, an hour and 40 minutes of hilariousness, and there really wasn't that much humor, I feel like, Um, and it wasn't that, like, I just wasn't getting the humor. There was really not as many jokes as I would like there to be, Uh, but when there was funny situations, they were very funny, I'd say. But I guess I just went into this movie expecting it to be so much more than it yeah. was. I'm disappointed. Like some some people, and it kind of it kind of downplayed it when you thought it'd be really funny, but it wasn't. So like, yeah. if you didn't know anything about the actors or the movie, and you just watched it, you would it would be like a little different. Like, yeah, absolutely. Gonna, yeah, okay. I thought I was being like <laughs> alien type there. <laughs> <laughs> so how about the special effects in this film? Um, I mean, I wouldn't really say there was that many special effects, yeah. uh, aside from the uh, the magic they did, but they made it so that you could see the wires that were, like, holding people up and stuff. So, honestly, I'd say the cinematography was just like any other non-3D movie that you'd go to see in a theater nowadays. I mean, it was good quality, but there was nothing really special about it. Like Titanic. Oh, <laughs> Titanic was amazing. You can't even... <laughs> we, can't, we can't even get into that. <laughs> In the same context, you can't yeah, know. <laughs> oh, there, <laughs> Were you able to find any messages or morals in this film? Oh, absolutely. Um, there was a lot of conflict between Anton and Bert because they had been best friends for 30 years, 30 plus years, actually, because um, they were kind of old in this movie. <laughs> but Bert let the fame get to his head. Like, he he would just brag about that he had the biggest bed in Vegas and he had all this fancy stuff and he really lost sight of why he became a magician and he just let the fame go to his head and I really think honestly uh, the message was don't let something go to your head whether it's you know really anything because you lose sight of what's important to you from friendship to the true meaning of things and I think that's the biggest message. Yeah, because you find in some movies where it's, like, in, including, like, it involving fame, you kind of find it where, yeah, the main character does lose sight of, like, his friends and stuff like that, and it turns yeah. out to be this whole blah thing. Yeah. So how, <laughs> blah. so how many stars do you give this film? I'd say three and a half out of five stars, um, which is weird for me because typically I'm, like, pretty easy when it comes to rating, but I honestly really was not that impressed with this movie. It's not a movie that I would really ever want to see again <laughs> on Netflix, and I was really, really bored. Oh. Uh, so are you into magic? Because I'm not that into magic. I'm just like, woo, magic. Yeah. <laughs> there was a certain point in my life where I was, like, super into magic with, like, the fake thumbs and... Isn't everyone. ...and stuff. But honestly, I feel like you could watch this movie and not care about magic at all because there's so much more to the movie than that. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. So what age range do you give this film? Definitely 13 and up because, um, like I said, the the ma- magic tricks that uh, Steve Gray did were disgusting. I was like, ew, I can't even look. Like, that's just nasty. Um, but there was also a lot of rude humor and not only sexual situations, but like sexual references as well. So it was definitely inappropriate for anyone ages younger than 13. So definitely 13 and up. Woo! 13, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe a little. But. So do you want to add or take anything away from this film? 
I think I would have more comedy. Like, I'm not sure what, because I'm not, like, a comic writer. But honestly, I feel like there could have been so much more to this movie. Because a lot of the movie, I felt like, was just empty, like, filling scenes. And I feel like there could have been a lot more than just filler scenes. Oh, so it wasn't really... It wasn't really... Because if they took out the filler scenes, it would technically be, like... (laughs) Yeah. Well, that's all the time we have for today. Raven, thank you so much for talking with us about the incredible Burt Wonderstone. Absolutely. Which is in theaters on March 15th, so if you can, please check it out. Thanks so much for joining us. You have been listening to Kids First Contractions to watch our video reviews of the latest film and DVD releases and to learn how you can become a Kids First film critic. Go to www.kidsfirst.org. I'm your co-host, Brianna hope Tom. And I'm your co-host, Raven Devaney. And you are listening to Voice America's. Thank you again for tuning in to Kids First Coming Attractions on the Voice America Kids channel. Now you know what to see. And speaking of see, we'll see you again next week. We didn't invent Kid Talk, we perfected it, and at a very young age. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Bookworm is a show for the reader, and those that should probably be reading a little more. We'll tackle the classics, the bestsellers, and the brand new works that you won't be able to put down. Your host will be combing the pages of them all and letting you know what needs to be in your personal library, and what might be better reading for the bathroom. Tune into Bookworm, airing Thursdays at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We promise that listening will be just like delving into a good book. Kids these days are so connected to the media that they can't help but be surrounded by news and politics. Today's kids get more information than kids of past generations, and because of that, they have more informed opinions. Kids today may not be able to vote yet, but they can certainly influence voters and issues with their voices. Tune in every week for America Today and talk about the issues and influence the decision makers. America Today airs every Thursday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. We're making it easier to listen to the Voice America Talk Radio Network wherever you go. In addition to listening live, you can check out information about your favorite talk show hosts, discover new talk show personalities, add shows to your list of favorites, and... And listen to all our show archives on demand. All from your iPhone, BlackBerry, or Android. Download it from the Apple App Store, BlackBerry App World, or Android Market. And get ready to tune in. The Voice America mobile app. Powered by Aircast. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're a responsible person, and you're trying to do everything you can to save the planet. But are you doing enough? We've got the right person to help you keep on thinking green. Mario Jr. is the host of Alive and Green. The show is all about green tips, staying environmentally friendly, and having fun while doing something great for our Mother Earth. You'll want to check out the show Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids channel. If we all do our part now, it'll only mean a brighter and better future for us later. Do you think that you can't change the political system in our country? Well, one host is doing that and started at age 13. Join Connor Brantley for Hello, the Future is Calling. Our show takes an inside look at what's going on in national, state, and local government from a new and very unique perspective. Connor holds our elected officials accountable and will bring you an unbiased look at what's really going on. 
Listen for Hello, the Future is Calling every Friday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time, 1 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Kids. Help make a difference. If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Remember Have you heard your 15 minutes of fame? How about four times that every single week? It's the fame game. Listen as Maddie Rose, who is up and coming in the world of fame, brings you fame from all walks of life. You'll hear from doctors, teachers, mentors, life heroes, as well as those in the fields of acting, movies, music, and more. Who knows? You might be the next one Maddie Rose talks to on the air. Listen for the fame game every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. What's cooking? Join Kid Chef Eliana for Cool Kids Cook. Eliana is one of the youngest published cookbook authors and will show you that there are all kinds of goodness in food beyond the chicken nuggets and fries. On our show, we'll discover cuisine from around the world, learn some great cooking techniques, speak with some of the world's top chefs, and share recipes. Kid Chef Eliana is here for you on Cool Kids Cook every Monday at 7 p.m. Eastern Time, 4 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Kids Channel. Bon appetit! Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Looking for an on-air community where teens talk and the world listens? Tune in to Express Yourself, an entertaining adolescent fusion radio program where passion and possibility populate the airwaves. Our vivacious teen hosts and star-studded field reporters from around the country offer stimulating segments and invigorating viewpoints connecting with the world campus of young people. We'll talk with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with experience. Tuesdays at noon Pacific, 3 p.m. Eastern, on Voice America Kids. Express yourself. Have we got a show that will keep you on the pulse of the fashion world? Our hosts are two teens who know fashion, and they have the inside look when it comes to fashion for our generation. Tune in to Fashion Forward on Voice America Kids. We'll discuss what's hot and what's not, the latest in fashion trends, things to look for on the horizon, and more. Fashion Forward is your weekly guide to what to wear today, tonight, this weekend, and this season. Tune in every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time, 7 p.m. Eastern Time for Fashion Forward on the Voice America Kids channel. Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. 